everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We're back with you with a new brand that just come on the market. It is called Dominic Albano. He's launched his collection, and we have him on the show. Welcome, Dominic. Hey, how are you? It's good to have you on the podcast. He reached Thank out to you us. for having me. Oh, welcome. We reached out to us and let us know about his new line, so we thought we'd have him on. So first off, if our listeners aren't really familiar with you, tell them a little bit about you and your background. Yeah, so I started in New York City um, as a model, and all the jobs I was getting were underwear and swimwear and athletic wear and things like that, and it sort of just caught on, and I basically started taking pictures, running around half naked, and that was like my thing. So underwear kind of went with that, and because I started off initially with a fitness background, everybody wanted to sort of get me in their underwear, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice. And do you have any memorable campaigns you've done out there? Um, let's see. Well, I'm not going to tell anybody because they're all different underwear brands. That <laughs> okay. are competitors now. Not underwear. Do you have any good non-underwear ones you can tell us? Oh, let's see. Oh, my gosh. Well, this isn't really, this isn't a job. It was always the editorial stuff that I liked doing. So I did this shoot with Harold Baez in New York and we went upstate and it was with these horses and I was naked and laying on the horse. It was like an art, a fine mm -hmm. arts shoot. And he printed them out and they're hanging up in people's houses, but it was really fun. And we recreated that with uh, Kevin McDermott later, okay. a different vibe though. And it went in his books and I liked doing that sort of boy in nature type vibe. Nice, nice. Now we've uh, I've seen a lot of Kevin's stuff, so awesome. Yeah, he's great. He's a great photographer. I will say, I have a few of his books sitting right over here, actually. <laughs> so yes, uh, so awesome. What, so what was the catalyst going from modeling to underwear making? What was what made right. you want to do it? Well, I would say that I've. I've always been passionate about the underwear market since I started modeling underwear. And I just want, I always wanted, even from the beginning, you know, when I was doing things, I was like, I want my own line. It just made sense for me to have that instead of just modeling everybody else's forever. And so I just thought it was a natural progression. I'm getting older and, you know, there's new people constantly coming in. Modeling is a, you know, revolving door mm -hmm. of people. So I was like, I'm not going to be told when it's my time to go or when it's my time to stop or I'm too old or whatever. And I know that's more prevalent with female models and actresses, but I think that a lot of male models kind of get that too at some point. So I just wanted to have a natural progression and be like, well, I'm going to do both at the same time. I'm going to keep modeling and I'm going to have this underwear business and then I'll wean out of modeling and just have the underwear business, you know? Nice. Nice. So before I get into what what's in your collection, what do you feel makes really good underwear? What is what is your criteria for really good underwear? What qualities must it have? Well, as you know, I come from the fitness industry. I like working out. I go to the gym every day. So for me, it's got to be a material that stretches when you're doing squats or on the treadmill or whatever. I don't, I have tons of underwear that's over the years have just wear and tear. It starts mm -hmm. breaking and cracking and there's tears in the crotch area. So for me, it has to be something that's long lasting, 
stretchy, moves with your body, and just comfortable. Tell us about your initial collection. You just released it, and what made you choose the styles you did and the colors? Right, so I wanted something just classic. I don't, you know, have jock straps, thongs, and maybe I'll, you know, have that later. But for now, I just wanted classic styles. And with the colors, I wanted to obviously have the black and the white, totally mm-hmm. classic. I'm all about classic. So I look back and, you know, I look at modeling campaigns from the 70s and, you know, movie stars and advertisements from back in the day and James Dean, Marlon Brando when they were young and photo shoots like that. So I really like sort of a timeless vibe of timeless style. So that goes with photo shoots too. I It could be any era. I don't want to be in a modern house shooting because it gives away what era we're in. So sort of rustic vibes, retro vibes. And with the underwear, I feel like it could be any time period, you know? Nice. Yeah. With noticed- the colors, I uh, black, white, and then I do have the olive. And uh, we're going to just keep expanding colors from there. Awesome. Those are pretty good ones to start out with. Everyone mm-hmm. needs black. I always say everyone needs that little black brief, but. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, what makes your brand different than the others on the market right now? What what separates you from other brands? Well, I like I said, I have tons of different underwear and I'm not going to say any names, but they all tear. And that's the biggest thing for me. They tear. And sometimes they bunch up on the sides or they're too long or they're it's sort of like spandex. It's too tight. So for me, it's all about comfort. And I designed it with what I think men like and what I think Mm -hmm. men need. So I'm different in the sense that I'm prioritizing comfort and, you know, just uh, the material, I would say. Okay. Nice. Fabric. Yeah. That's definitely very important to a lot of our listeners. We do a reader survey every year, and fabric is always one of the most important factors that go into for guys purchasing underwear. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And that's why I feel like ordering online is so hard mm-hmm. because you're like, am I, I'm taking a risk here. You know, it's the, it's the age of e-commerce and ordering online and Amazon and, you know, everything like that. So you don't really know what you're getting sometimes. And that's why I want to just be clear and upfront and just let people know. And, you know, I should actually start a YouTube where I'm like talking about it and showing up close, you know? Yeah, that would be a good idea. Cause yeah, there's so many, so few underwear stores out there. Cause we have right, one here right. in Atlanta, there's skivvies in Dallas and like you from in in the Northwest and there's some in Chicago, but there's not a lot you can go outside the mainstream, like Calvin Klein, et cetera. Right. But you can actually go and feel and look at it and see how it is because there's lots of brands over the years that sometimes you're like, you need to feel it before you buy it because it may not right. look like your style, but when you feel it or the colors don't translate in the photo, but when you see it in person, it's like, oh, my God, I've got to get this pair. So, yeah, in person is super important. I think that we're really missing in men's underwear. But And you, you just made me think I how my brand is different as another thing would be the uh, the design that I created. It was for people. It would, you know, it goes with the whole like material thing, stretchy, 
but I wanted it for people who, cause we constantly are fluctuating and a mm-hmm. lot of guys, they want to, you know, these days they want a bigger ass and they want to feel like everything is showing. And if they do gain weight or if they are working on their body or building up or slimming down or whatever it is, it looks good either way. So if you lose weight, the fabric will kind of move with your body. And when you gain weight, it won't stretch it to the point of tearing. It'll mm-hmm. go with you and make everything look good. So that's that's a really big thing for me. Nice. Yeah, that's important, especially if you're working out and growing or just in general with holidays we just finished and other things. It's good to have that factor built into the underwear. So that's really cool. Yeah, awesome. and everyone wants a big ass these days. So. They do. <laughs> they do. There's so many workouts for it and supplements. Mm-hmm. And every time you turn around how to get a bigger booty. And I'm like, okay, whatever whatever you guys want to do, I support it. So, yes. So you're doing something different than other brands have done. You're putting out a lookbook. So what made you put out a lookbook, which is kind of cool, actually? Yeah. uh, Well, I, you know, modeling background pictures, it's, it's just like, I feel like at this point, it's a part of my DNA. Even as a kid, I just loved, you know, taking pictures, having my picture taken. And I had Polaroid camera and it's just, it's just how I express myself, how I tell stories and how I connect with people. Like, you know, you go somewhere, you travel, you do this. And I just feel like it connects you through and tells stories through images. So for me, why would I start an underwear line without telling stories, you know? So I wanted the book to stick to my roots and, basically serve as a catalog for the underwear, but not like a boring catalog, Mm -hmm. like a lookbook catalog where it's just a soft cover book. You can put it on the the table and look through it and be like, oh, well, well, I have that underwear, but you know what? That one looks really good. And I want to wear that. You know, I feel like it brings the underwear to life. And I really wanted to tell stories with the underwear. Yeah. And if you have it on the coffee table it can also be a conversation starter for yeah, someone going exactly. over and be like hey have you tried hey what's this and you're like oh that's great underwear you should try it so I think- yeah i i just didn't want to be boring and you know just static poses where you're posing looking dead into the camera you know like uh what are, uh what do you call that like commercial type mm-hmm. stuff you know and so i wanted just super moody very campaign-like and just have the whole book for that. Nice. Yeah. From all the pictures I've seen, they're very, they're very sensual. They're very, they're not, I'm trying to find the right words. They're not like over the top in your face, but it's very, you could tell you and the photographer worked well together and came up with some amazing pictures. Yeah, that was like our time together. (laughs) Which always helps when you have a photographer you like and trust. Yeah, for sure. So that's awesome. Now that's that's a smart move. I was I was impressed when I saw that on your site. I was like, oh, nice, nice, nice. So when you were designing the line, who is the guy you picture buying your brand? Who is who is the target market for your brand? Well, at first, when I you know the 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 vision in my head when creating it was like I want to give this back to my fans because you know my followers who have been some of them following me the whole time, like ten years, so. I wanted to give back to the fans and because think about it, you, 
my modeling career, there's no, there's nothing physical that you can mm -hmm. have. I was like, I want something physical to give back, to thank you for following me and to just start off a whole thing. And it's sort of, I don't know, sexy in a way that someone's wearing your name, someone who's been following your career for a long time, you're giving them something and they're wearing it. So it's, it, it was for them initially. And then I started, you know, expanding, obviously, I want everybody to wear it. So I would want, I'm a big supporter. I'm a gay man. I support the community. I'm openly gay. And I, I target my underwear for the sophisticated gay man. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't really have flamboyant colors or neon colors or crazy styles. It's not like that. So I would definitely say the sophisticated gay man, for sure. And the fans. Okay. Yeah, you're going more for the fashion side than the... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's cool. Because I think the underwear industry is huge. And I always say you need the fun stuff on one side and you also need the classics the more fashionable right because uh, it's definitely classic for sure because some guys love a mix some guys only want the fun some guys only want the classics so it's good it's big enough to have all these different things in it and still be sexy be fun i think like you like your pictures just because it's classic and it's the classic colors doesn't mean it's boring which i've always right. told people and that you know what the uh I, I feel like i'm all about practicality you know the modest man you know the the hipsters in brooklyn or mm -hmm. you know if you're going out to the club or whatever you want it's something's practical you know i don't really think certain styles are practical and there's I, i've never you know certain styles i don't have a use for for myself and i'm like what is this like what would you even wear this for like i just don't get it so i think that if if it's practical it's comfortable and you know you can just take your clothes off at night you're bringing somebody home it's still sexy but it's also practical and serves which you know what it's for you know nice yeah definitely i agree with that it's and underwear is a, another way you can express your personality as well so, right. which I think a lot of guys, some of them out there don't realize, but everyone who listens to this podcast, they do realize that. So they'll, they'll mm -hmm. get that. And I feel like, you know, being gay, you know, that it's what connects us is our sexuality. And that's, that's what brings us together. We can have so many different personalities and styles mm -hmm. and, you know, and, but yet at the end of the day, we have this thing in common and it's our sexuality. And a lot of us are more sexual and more, um, what's the word, open-minded than, mm -hmm. than straight men. So I feel like underwear is a part of that. It fits in, you know, it's a part, it's how we express our sexuality when we can't be running around naked or having sex, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a way to, you know, sort of carry over who we are. Exactly. I, I've always sure. said, if you have to wear a suit to work or a uniform, the underwear is the one place you have control over that you can wear what you want absolutely, absolutely. and be either as crazy or as classic as you want under it and express yourself even more. So, but even if it is like, you know, one of the very crazy types of the fun underwear that mm -hmm. you said, or if it's the classic underwear, the more tame and modest underwear, whatever it is, you know, I feel like a lot of straight brands or you know hanes or fruit of the loom they're not sexy even mm -hmm. if they're like cut to be sexy the shape 
it's still the fabric is like a hundred percent cotton or it tears or whatever it is. It's just not, it doesn't have that soft, that lift or whatever, you know, it's, it's not designed for that. So no. even the, the more conservative underwear that, that I'm making is still comfortable and it's still sexy because of the fabric and how it makes you feel and look and the weight of the fabric. It's not mm -hmm. super thick or heavy, you know, it's lightweight and single pouch. So it's not, you know, some of those underwear that was, with the double pouch and it just looks like you have a vagina or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some, some can do that. Some definitely yeah, like washes everything out. But yeah, the pains and whatnot are making for mass audience who see it more as a, you know, I got to wear this as opposed to, I want to wear this, which mm -hmm. everyone who listens to this, we have a great mix of gay straight by and they know they love good underwear, so we all know the difference, and it's right. good to see someone who's taken the time to think it through, make something better, and do something different out there. So, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> so, yeah. since you started the line, what have been some of your biggest successes today, or something that surprised you out there when either marketing or selling is there anything sticks out in your mind um well we just launched january 3rd so it hasn't even been a month but i have a lot of people reaching out from all over the world i just had someone reach out to me in denmark and nice. you know we've i just i'm figuring out i guess shipping is the biggest mm -hmm. thing that i'm learning because i'm like oh my gosh like you know i'm doing all the shipping here at the house so it's like if someone has a shipping problem it's not like the factory or wherever is, mm -hmm. is doing it it's i'm doing it and so i'm like oh denmark so i had to i had to figure out like all right i gotta go in the settings here and and figure out how to do this so i think the problem was that it only had one one shipping carrier oh for, yeah so i had to go in and like add more shipping carriers and then like it wasn't $65 for shipping it was it brought it down to like $15 or something so he was really happy and he bought a lot of underwear and I'm like if I didn't figure this out he would have been waiting to buy this and you know $68 for shipping is a lot yes 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 so international I, yeah shipping and I will tell you shipping will be the bane of your existence and it'll be the one thing You'll get the most complaints over and have the least control over. Because... Yeah, I, I've probably called the post office and UPS like 10 times. Like This guy actually gave me his personal email. And he's like, anytime you have a question, just email me. So I've been emailing this guy at the postal office who's on like the East Coast. And uh, so, yeah, the, big, the biggest challenge and the thing I'm learning is, is that, is the shipping mm -hmm. and I feel like it would be, it's, I don't know, that's a big thing. I'm learning something new about yes. this whole process. And it's a, I feel like that's a success and expanding to being international yeah, it's is, is huge. It's exciting when you get your first international order. You're like, yes. Yeah. I've gone international. Sure. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, when you get customs and all sorts of things involved, it just makes it such a nightmare. Oh my God. I know. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, that'll be the one that 
will just drive you insane because I've had to deal with that many times already. And it's just like, where's my order? Where's my order? And yeah. you're like, I don't know. I don't have control over it. It's in the way. So, Well, you know, a lot of times I feel like with international is they know that they're either going to pay a lot mm -hmm. more than the product itself just to get it there in time, or they can pay like a lot less and then wait like a month or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. I think that was the range for the shipping. It said like between February 1st and February 30th or 28th. And um, that's, that's like a big range, you know? Oh, yeah. But the, you're saving money, so you, you just wait for it. Yeah, if you send it first-class international or whatever, it's just whenever it gets there, you're just like, yeah. you're, it's on its way. I don't know. It's on a boat, on a plane. We don't know where it is, but mm -hmm. it'll get there eventually. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with that. It's so much fun. No, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, yeah. As you can tell, and I'm sure you do as well. So, but it's it's a necessary evil for the e-commerce age. Yeah. So you're the face of the brand currently, since it is yes. your name. Uh, can we expect more pictures of you in the new line when you expand right. and just do other pictures? Well, I've been actually spending a lot of time thinking about this. And even from the beginning, I always wanted there to be more diversity. So I wanted plus-sized male models. I wanted trans models. I want uh, black Asian, Hispanic models. And of course, you know, I would be the white model. But right now, I just wanted to start the collection. You know, a lot of the people that follow me, they, they already know what I look like. They already know who I am. And this, a lot of the customers are buying because they've been following my career for a while. But uh, so I wanted to, the line to start off with me as the cover model. And then eventually, as I grow add new styles new colors i definitely want all those different people to to be a part of this and you know because i come from the modeling background i still and i'm sort of have that nostalgic mindset i feel like i I'll only want professional pictures mm -hmm. and i know that you know in this age of you know influencers and social media there's a lot of amateur stuff that people love there's like the the amateur vibe is because people get to be inside of your home you know but for me i'm just i'm very private and i sort of feel naked in a way inviting people into my home or taking intimate selfies or something so i feel like that whole nostalgic timeless mindset comes into play with that where i i want it to be very professional and the lights mm -hmm. and the cameras and the you know the whole people hair makeup you know and with uh, the the models i want to bring in eventually i want that same vibe as well you know okay cool glad to hear that so many brands are striving for diversity and having different models and glad to know yeah. you're working on it it might I, take a while though <laughs> it's it takes a while and as I tell people, photo shoots are not cheap, so you have to, a lot of things you have to do in a shoot, as you know, and get everything you need. Right. That's awesome to hear. What's an interesting fact about you that people would maybe be surprised to learn about you? Uh, well, I would say, well, people are always surprised when I tell them, like, I'm super introverted. And they're like, you are? Like, I thought you were an extrovert. And I'm like, no, I'm like so shy. 
I have social anxiety. I get nervous and, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't even, if someone's like, Oh yeah, come to this event with me. I'll be like, I'll like panic. I'll be like, Oh my gosh, like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? And then you walk in and then you see all these people and then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just want to run. I just want to go into the corner over there. But a lot of people would think that, you know, with modeling and putting, you know, being half naked on the internet and stuff, you can like this contradiction of doing this one thing and it's like an alter ego. And then you just put yourself in the real world and you can't even do it, you know? Yeah. As someone who has anxiety, I fully understand that. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. And what they don't realize is usually when it's a photo shoot, it's a very small number of people. Or if you're working with a photographer, it's just you and the photographer. But it's on the net, and everyone thinks, oh, there's all these people and all this, yeah. But you're really just a small group doing something you love. And then when you get around people, it's like, oh, Jesus, okay. You know what? It's so You just made me think. um, When I I did Playgirl in August um, 2022, well, we shot it in July, but uh, it was for August. And when we were there, there was like all these people and stuff and like holding the reflector and the assistant Mm -hmm. and this one. So I was like, and then they're like, all right, so now, you know, take off the bathing suit. We're going to do some nude ones for the, uh, for the issue. And there's this girl there and this guy. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I started blushing and I like hesitated for a minute and they're like, okay, come on. And I was like, uh, can they like look away? Sorry. I don't want to be a diva or whatever, but you know, I'm, I'm really nervous. So they're like, Oh yeah, no problem. Like they were so understanding and like, they like looked the other way and got on their phones or whatever. And then I just did it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, I think more models out there are a little bit that way because you don't really have to portray who you are in like video or live Mm -hmm. streams or anything. It's just a static picture and you get the look and it's like, okay, but I think more and more guys are really more anxiety driven. And it's like, Ugh. I have to make small talk. Cause I have a friend who doesn't like small talk at all. Oh, me too. Me neither. But I, I told him, I said, here's how you do it. I've mastered small talk in general because it's about nothing. He's like, what? I'm like, you talk about nothing, the weather, something right. else. I was like, you just, I feel like if for someone who has a lot of depth and their mind is always working on the deepest layer overthinkers and all that stuff, you're it's that's hard, you know, because you're like, this is so trivial and so stupid. And but mm-hmm. you're connecting with someone, but you got to get through that phase to get the deeper stuff later. Some people just exactly. don't have the deep stuff. But true. Yeah, it's sometimes it's hard to to do that. It's just and finding a chord with them that they want to talk about that's basically what it boils down to to me it's like okay what are you interested yeah. in mm-hmm. what are you okay do i know anything about this no okay we'll move on but if it's something new, i'm like oh i know a little bit about this i or, love hearing about people in the community like you know what when did you come out of the closet and how did your family feel mm-hmm. i love hearing stories and you know relating it to my own experiences and you know just like it's amazing like i i've known this guy he's in the business um not a photographer. He's a retoucher He for okay. big campaigns and stuff. And uh, so he's on set during, you know, Gucci, Versace, stuff like that. And he was telling me, he's obviously openly gay. And he told me, I was like, so when did you come out to your family? How did they react? And he's like, my family doesn't know. Like, mm. I'm out, but not to them. And they keep saying, oh, when are you going to get a wife? When are you going to get a girlfriend? Like, you're, you're going to die alone. And he just doesn't say anything. I was like, I, 
I've known him a while and I, that was so interesting wow. to learn. Cause I was like, wow, I didn't know that. I've just, you know, mm, mm. yeah, there, I know people like that in my life where it's like, Oh, the parents are, yeah, no, I haven't told them. No, I live other coast or somewhere else. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm like, okay, that would drive me crazy. That would just yeah. cause me extra anxiety all the time. If the family yeah, didn't too. know, it's like, uh, I don't need any more anxiety. I have enough to worry about that I make up in my mind. I don't need something else. So I'm like, right. We're good. Same. We're good. So yeah. So those are fun stories because we sort of do those on our podcast with our brief tales of how guys discovered their love of underwear and why they love it, what they love. So it's fun to have them on. So it's similar to, to just about that. It's sort of like a second coming out of sorts because some yeah. guys don't admit they love underwear unless you tell them first. And it's like, oh, I love it, too. And it's like, OK, underwear's tame. Let's not worry about it. It's pretty tame in the yeah. world of fetish world. It's like down there. But yeah, so that wraps up all our questions, except for the most important one. Where uh-huh. can people find your underwear? All right. So you can Google it, type it in and www.dominicalbanocollection.com dominicalbanocollection.com or follow me on Instagram and I have a page for the underwear and then my personal page with my modeling work as well and then there's links in the bio nice we'll have all that in the show notes so you guys can go follow look at the collection (laughs) see the amazing pictures of the first collection and we look forward to the brand growing more and more Thank you for joining us today. It was great having you on. Thank you for having me. And I hope everyone has a good week and we'll have a new podcast soon. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.